Here comes a new challenger. From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for broke! It's time to press X to reload. Shi 张老师也是读书会的。Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Press X to Reload. It is time to wipe off that chalkboard and dust off the, the desk of a very scary Halloween episode. I am Nick Moore. With me, as always, are Wayne Brissett and Mark Tennis. Wayne. Happy Halloween. And Mark. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> As with previous years, we have decided to find not just a video game adaptation, but because it is the uh, it is the season, we have looked for a scary video game adaptation, and not scary because Ooh. it's terrible like some of the things we've sat through. We're not talking Assassin's Creed scary, we're talking intentionally <laughs> scary. We watched Detention, a film that was made in 2019 based off of a point-and-click game from 2017. And the very basic plot to sum it up, it happens during 1960s Taiwan. It mostly takes place in a school where it's a little communist, let's say, and uh, they don't really mm -hmm. like any sort of left-wing or freedom-based ideas getting out, and you will be judged if you're found to be thinking for yourself. And the story follows two students who find themselves in the school late at night with no one else around except for ghosts and goblins hunting them. And they're trying to unravel the mystery of why they're there and why they're being hunted. I'm going to start with Mark, because neither one of you knew anything about this. In fact, I remember you both questioning no. me, is this no. even based off of a game or am I just mm -hmm. reaching? This is a direct adaptation. I will say that this isn't even loosely based. I played the game this summer. This is a direct adaptation. But Mark, having no knowledge whatsoever about the game, was it a good movie? Did you enjoy it? Were you uh, entertained? Yes, good movie. Interestingly enough, well, I'm so curious about the gameplay because the parts of the movie I enjoyed the most was actually the non-scary parts. Okay. So I'm curious <laughs> to see what this is. Okay, hmm. interesting. Wayne, how about yourself? Did it work for you or not work for you? Uh, interesting indeed. So before I started the movie, because I didn't know that this was a game, I actually loaded up the trailer first. I was like, I just want to see the trailer of the game before I even get into this movie. Okay. And I bring that up because it's important. Anyway, I did enjoy the, the movie, and I think I could have enjoyed it a lot more, but I do believe there's a language barrier here in the translation. Okay. 
that that holds it back mm. a bit from I think being a really good and solid film. I think the the setting, the era, and what's happening is super interesting. I don't think it's scary. Like I don't no. think I didn't find anything scary. One moment was definitely intimidating with those bigger guys, which we can get to when we okay. kind of deep dive here. But but going back to the trailer, it's amazing when you said it's a direct adaptation because. I showed Chris the trailer this morning because he had never heard of it either. And rewatching the trailer after seeing the film, I'm like, that's in the movie. That's in the movie. That's oh, in the yeah. movie. That's it. like the whole trailer is in the movie. And I was like, oh, okay. So mm. this is direct adaptation. Yeah, it's but cool. overall, overall, like I said, I liked it. I think it suffered from some translation issues that maybe if I watched it in its original language and understood the original language, <laughs> I'd probably have a great time. But it definitely wasn't scary, but it has a great idea. Yeah, like I wouldn't say it's scary in the sense of like your Mike Myers Halloween or Elm Street kind of scary where, oh, no, is the character going to live or not? And who's it going to kill next? It's more of a suspenseful mystery mm-hmm. and trying to understand why things yeah. are happening. And there's some creepy moments, like you said, with the with the lantern soldier and whatnot or the no face girl. There's some creepy moments that kind of evoke like the ring or the grudge vibes. Yeah. But at the same time, yes. you never for the main two characters, at least I never felt like I'm fearing for their mortality in any way, which makes sense by the time you get to the end of the story. But even before, you yes. know, the big reveals, I still didn't feel like they were going to die. Yeah. So like I said, yeah. I played this, this, this summer and it's a point and click game. So in terms mm-hmm. of the, the gameplay elements, you have your typical puzzle solving of figuring out how to get to the next area but there's not a lot of, let's call it action sequences. The most they do in terms of a gameplay, because I don't remember there being a fail state. I don't remember dying often in it, or if I did, it was just like a quick okay. game over and start over. There's a moment in the film partway through where you have what looks like a militant soldier, but it has a mirror for a face, yeah. kind of like embedded into its flesh instead of a face, so it's reflecting your own face back at you and it has like yeah. a big chinese lantern that it's holding on to and that creature that thing exists in the game and there's a mechanic where you have to like hold your breath when you go buy certain things in the in the game so that they don't see you because if it does you can't outrun it it's gonna get you mm-hmm. and when the the two main characters are trying to run from this thing and hide and it makes this big show in the movie of them holding their breath as it goes by so it doesn't sense them. I was like, oh, that's in the game. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> cool. it's not your, your typical horror movie of just hold your breath for a second, but they're really not holding their breath. She really yeah. is. And it yeah. reminded me of yeah. that same day, earlier in the day, I'd gone out with the family to watch Spirited Away uh, because Aliana's a big fan of the film and it's a chance to see it at Cineplex. We can see it on the big screen. And that also makes a big thing about when you're crossing the bridge, if you're a human, if you hold your breath, the spirits don't notice you. But the second you exhale, you become visible to the spirits. Hmm. So I feel like that's a cultural thing, which is kind of neat, but it's literally incorporated in the gameplay. And it was small moments like that, that if you've played the game, you're like, oh, neat. They pulled this element. They pulled that element. Yeah. yeah, If not, it doesn't feel video gamey, right? It feels like a traditional mystery thriller, whatever you want to call it. But I really dig the look. Yeah. The parts that they chopped out, because it's probably a five-hour game in total, all of the the backstory of what actually happens, everything that caused the hell scenario that the main characters are in, that's all left in its entirety. 
a lot of the puzzle solving and dodging the creatures mm. is what they just kind of knock down to two or three scenes in the film rather than being a constant because in the game it's yeah. a constant which makes sense right so they kept yeah, it yeah, spirit, that, yeah. but they only used it sparingly which i'm kind of okay with but it does make it less scary but when they used it it was pretty effective yeah. Yeah. The burlap sack with the barbed wire, that's not a good look over someone's head. That's creepy. Yeah, it's, it's super creepy. And like I, I agree, it wasn't really scary. Like no. And I don't know, like why I say the scary parts weren't as fascinating to me is maybe because right from the beginning when they cut to her sleeping in school, I was like, huh? How did she get there? Oh, okay. And so, like, the parts of the movie that are explaining that, I found, like, I almost thought this movie could be, like, so just from a movie movie perspective, not from, like, the video game piece. Right. If you removed all of the horror elements, there's a good movie there still. Yeah, it's still a good drama. And so, yeah, like, there would be a really cool, compelling drama. The horror elements, I thought, were still well done. It's kind of creepy. And interestingly, like, because it's more of a mystery, it wasn't about, like, the gruesome, horrific deaths that horror movies do. It's more about just, like, something's gone down here, and I don't really know what it is. These people are going through something, so. Yep. What they're know. going through is more scary than the, the horror element yeah. of it. Like, the yes. reality of what's yeah. happening to these people is far more terrifying than than this horror world that they yeah. see. The idea of living in a society where if you're found to be holding a book that they disapprove of, you're just going to be bagged, taken away, and executed. And that yes. all of your friends and family are encouraged to tell the authorities if they see you doing that. And if they don't, and the authorities find out, then you're both screwed. Like, it's a pretty scary yeah. reality. And it's not some fictional dystopia. This is the reality of the 1960s in Taiwan. Like, this is believable. Mm -hmm. This is... It has historical basis. The characters might be fictional, but the situation absolutely is real. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I thought that was, that, that was super fast. Again, that's to me why that the aspects that are real, like based in reality, were so fascinating to me because I was just like, oh, yeah, this would be what living there would be like. Like, again, you're, you're a free thinker and you're trying to share you know, your passion for free thought and, and sort of not government speak. Yeah. You're in trouble. Like it's right. You know, you see something, say something. And then the sort of the, the only part about the movie that's, I don't know, warning alert is creepy is the relationship between the teacher and the student. Like it is a little, it's like, intentionally vague. Well, isn't it? Yeah. It's a little creepy. It it's is a little creepy, but it's, it's, only it's vague hinted at. You never see them yeah. even do anything other than hold hands at one point. Yeah. And the teacher swears up and down there's nothing going on. But the main character, the girl's infatuation with him, really doesn't seem like a one-way crush. It really seems like there's nope. something there. But because it's such a stifled society, there might be cues that we're not picking up on. But I could not tell if they actually have an affair going on. <gasps> and even in the game, I don't think it's unclear. Did he came equally like, across as just overprotective? Maybe. You see, I thought that too until the end of the movie, because he leaves her that letter. Sure. Yeah. And, when, and when that letter is awkward, okay, <laughs> like it's just like because the letter is like 
to my narcissist, I'll see you in the next life as in like, hey, maybe we couldn't do anything in this life because you're too young and I'm too old. But hey, maybe next time I was kind of like, oh, that is creepier than I <laughs> thought it would be. <laughs> and it was more tolerable because he didn't look that old. So no, no. But still, it is... except when they're side by side, like the teachers look like, as old as the students. <laughs> yeah, but when they're side by side, I felt like that's when he looked older to me because it was like, mm. oh yeah, he looks a good like foot taller than her. Like he looks like an adult compared just, to her. If you compare she's just him to small, even amongst all the other students, no. But if you compare small, if you compare that teacher though, if you compare that teacher to <laughs> anybody else, he looks like he's their age. It's because of her height. She looks like a child. Fair enough. And that it just makes you look at her as a child when they're together. So it's a little bit like, eh, it was creepy. But all of that but is that central to the mystery that they're telling. And that's the part that I think yes. really works. But the the supernatural, creepy horror element of her and the other student being trapped in some alternate hellscape version of the school with supernatural things after them it almost gives like a silent hill vibe to me specifically sure. silent hill Two, Cause that's a game that's about repressed guilt and shame and not wanting to remember what you did for selfish reasons. And that's mm-hmm. really the same cycle that both her and the main character are in. Yeah. And especially <laughs> over the course of it. And the, they get less subtle about it as the movie goes on, where they're literally rewinding yeah. moments and replaying them. But some of the creatures that she's facing are just, versions of her that are choosing to forget what she oh, did mm-hmm. that was a cool scene to me yeah when it sort of brings you back to the opening scene yep and she's watching herself being chased by the ghost of her which i thought that was cool too oh yeah, yeah. so cool but the idea of yeah. it's a it's like this endless hell loop that she's trapped in because she keeps mm-hmm. choosing to forget the way that and spoilers for those listening, but you have this school where these students are not encouraged to have free thought, and you've got a small group of students who are having a secret book club with free thinking and leftist ideas and this and that, and the teacher that she may or may not have a relationship is encouraging these students. But that same teacher may have a legitimate relationship with one of the women teachers, and the main character of the student is jealous and narks to get the female teacher in trouble. And everyone gets executed. And that's what you're learning over the course of this, that her act of petty jealousy murdered a bunch of people and she ends up hanging herself. Yeah. Like it's Mm -hmm. pretty tragic. Yeah. Yeah, It's a dark story. It's It's the fact that she can't confront it and keeps reliving it. And the only reason she had the tools to do it is the other student that's there basically betrayed everyone else because he had a crush on her and gave her something she asked for, gave Mm -hmm. her the book that acts as evidence. So mm-hmm. the two of them yeah. committed a sin of betrayal for personal reasons, and they're both trapped in this endless cycle. That's a really cool personal hell. And again, it reminds me of James yeah. Sunderland out of Silent Hill 2. Yeah. It, it, it evokes that. Yeah, it, vibe. It, it absolutely had the Silent Hill vibe, man. But I love the way and it's jumping that, between like the flashbacks to that so you can kind of follow along with it, right? Well, yeah, and you know, I thought there were times. I think it was a very specific flashback, actually. It's sort of the long-form flashback of her betrayal. Okay. Uh, that that sets up the tone. It's so long, it actually, like, really breaks up the horror element to me. Yes. Whereas, like, the other ones the were kind of, like, snippets. Long. 
And then hers, when they finally are like, okay, we're going to like give you her backstory, the first half of it anyway. And you're like, well, that was long. And I like, I almost forgot I was watching the horror movie until <laughs> they went back to the guy. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and there's a couple of other segments that if they'd included in to break up that pacing could have kept reintroducing the horror. There's a couple of scenes they took out in terms of some of the horror survival puzzle solving that you were doing in the game. But the movie already runs mm-hmm. an hour 40. Like, there's only so much you can do there. But yeah. I know, for example, when she wakes up back in her bed and you've got, like, the radio that she's messing with there and her father is this drinking, abusive man who, from the insinuations that her mother is making, is also womanizing. And mm-hmm. then when he takes off, the mother finds evidence of his corruption and turns him in because she's going to make sure he never comes home. Yeah. That's a much bigger sequence, and there's some creepy stuff involved with that. But that's a turning point for her to go, well, if mom was able to solve things this way, like that's almost the push she needs to turn in the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also tries to use I, it as like a bargaining chip to try and bring her father back because she still likes her father. Right. Yeah. And I thought the movie did a good job conveying that. It's just that pacing piece was like, oh, yeah, the okay. pacing's a little bit. And again, I in the middle, it sags a little. Yeah. I like those moments. Again, those are my favorite moments. The sort of the unraveling of the mystery were my favorite moments. But here's my question for you guys. Sure. Would this movie have worked if they front-loaded all that backstory and then went into the horror elements? Or do you think it needed the mystery to keep you tied into the horror elements? I personally think the movie should have started where the game does and the game literally starts when she wakes up in the night version of the school the 10 minutes at the beginning you don't get i feel like gotcha. it should have doled that out slower but it should have cut back to the horror more often i think the pacing in the middle suffers and i think they give you too yeah. much info at the beginning personally gotcha. right? i'm okay with the mystery element of it this kind of sixth sense yeah <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. at first you're a little confused what's going on. It makes sense, but you're just not be, you're not able to put the pieces of the puzzle together because you don't realize it's a puzzle. And then all these, then when you start turning and watching, you're like, okay, I get this now. It's all starting to make sense. I kind of like that flow through better than front loading the information and then giving us a, mm-hmm. a horror. Sure. Now I have a. I'm question. sure both ways could probably work, but I, I like. I was okay I was with curious, the, the way they did it. I was curious because I was thinking that near the end, I was like, you know, would this movie work if you front loaded the story for me? I and I, I didn't know. That's why I, I think asked. it would have dragged like, longer work. And I'm not sure which yeah. element would have dragged longer. But one, one of those yeah. two elements would have felt going on too long. Yeah. Because the whole it point is trying to forget. Dawn feel. I feel like if the audience yeah. knew everything ahead of time, the trying to forget wouldn't be as effective. Because one question I have for the two of right. you like, I already knew from playing the game what the big reveal is. I already knew that she betrays mm. everyone and she's trying to atone for it, that the other student did. So in the game, that caught me off guard. When they give that reveal mm. that she screwed everybody over, I was like, hold on now, what? Because that's the character I'm playing as. Like, what do you mean I did this? And it's really effective because mm. you you always see yourself as, as the good guy. And I found out that mm. I screwed everyone over. Did you guys figure it out early or were you also surprised? I was surprised. I wasn't surprised. Um, I, th- I think, sorry, I think I was more surprised. I figure it out. The reasoning. Okay. Now, when you look, when, when Pete, and it's just this, it's just the way humanity is, right? No matter how bad things are, 
people still have that selfish aspect about themselves. They can. And it's just, I, when she betrayed, I thought it was going to be for better reasons than the reasons they were. And at the end of the day, it's like, well, she's a kid and that's a real issue for her. So sure. She, she of course did not at all think what the consequences were going to be no. for everybody. If she knew yeah. that would have been even more mind blown. I would have been like, Wow, that's evil. <laughs> yeah. No, she had no idea it would go that far. She just no. thought that the, the female teacher would get kicked mm-hmm. out. She's like, will she get yeah. fired? Uh, firing squad, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know that I was I wasn't shocked by it. I don't know when I oh, wow felt it was Surprise going me. that way. But because like there were just a few things, and like to your point, Nick, maybe it's because you got that 10 minutes at the beginning. It's just I knew she wasn't a part of that group. Oh, okay. And because I knew she wasn't a part of that group. And why are we following um, her so much? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. What? Yeah, like, what? why are we... And then why is she so obsessed with that teacher? And then once you got her flashback, I'm like, okay, it's kind of what I thought. She's obsessed with that teacher, which meant, okay, he, I thought he was going to actually, like, more blatantly reject her. Oh. And I thought it would be that. That led to her. I didn't think it was like he's kind of making it seem like she's maybe got a chance. And then this other female teacher who's around is like, oh my God, because really the female teacher, that conversation she overhears, she only hears the first half. The second half isn't about a romantic relationship. It's just about you're part of our book club. So don't bring attention to yourself because her father. I think that's intentional though. Army guy. Yeah. I think that was intentional. No, yeah. And that part's played it well. I mean, well, mostly. I will say, and I I don't know who they contract to uh, to do the subtitling for these things. I have no idea. We all watched the same version. We all watched it on, on Tubi or whatnot. I feel like the localization was stronger on the game. Hmm. Okay. And there were a few times where they'd say something in the movie. I'd be like, that is a very awkward way to say that. I know what they're talking about. And you can That's what I'm saying. So I say I think I it does suffer some from some of the translation issues, but yeah. So there was some weird localization at at points, not too often, just once in a while. Like I felt like some of the stuff with the father they made a little bit weird, mm. and there was a couple of things regarding. They come back to it enough times that it makes sense. But there's a couple of times early on with the book club where it's it's hard to pin down some of the differences between like when they're trying to. Mm kind of point out each one of the students they don't differentiate them very well at all no yeah yeah so it's a couple of small things like that yeah Yeah, and just a couple of small points like that or the first teacher they take away for a second was like hold on they didn't take the main teacher already oh no no different name different name the way they stage that he looks like like you can't go yet yeah he looks so much like the other guy again from a distance but it's like the same haircut that's so the thing. Like, huh? Same haircut, and because they're all wearing the same kind of uniforms, because again, that's the way that society is. You're going to wear this and dress like this and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so there's a couple of spots there that are a little confusing, but all the little video game touches that they brought in, I, I really appreciated. Like when they go to the guy who gave them the key, you know, and trading that for mm. the smokes, he's like, you know, I was loyal for 20 years, and look what they've done to me. The the small bowl of teeth in there that's the thing you have to collect through the mm. game put those in there and they overreach a little bit i'll admit in terms of some of the mm. special effects mm. like when you see sure sure that I, gigantic his, hole in his, his head eye. from where well 
yeah, where they got yeah. him at the firing squad, clearly. Yeah, it wasn't really yeah. the best. And there's a couple <laughs> yeah. of parts with the Lantern Soldier where I'm like, ah, oh, this is mm, stretching your budget. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they're exactly. at least they're swinging for the fences in a way where I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm rolling with it. I like what they're going for, but it does make it less scary because you you clearly see that it is a CG creation. Yeah. So if they could have yeah. found a way to do practical effects, I think that would have bumped this up one point on the scary notch. Personally, but where the, the design where the effects, is amazing. Where the effects were down, yeah. I think the sound was really good. Yeah, like the sound effects were really sound good. Was good. They were in the yeah. they're in the right moments at the right time to give you that eerie or dread or like when those tall guys are yeah. walking, there's a weight behind yeah. their steps. I was yeah. like, okay, that's really cool. The sound design was good and the music was good, surprisingly, yeah. too. And small mm-hmm. things where you don't even need gore to sell something. When you've got, for example, earlier on and later on, you see the the kind of meaning behind it, but on the stage, and you've just got the empty chair and you hear the gun go off and mm. the empty chair just flies backwards. Yeah. There's not mm-hmm. even a person in it. There's no blood. Yeah. It's still creepy and unnerving. Yeah. Yeah. And then I later thought, on, you like, s- you see who was sitting in it, but it's yeah, it's yeah, really like, effective. Yeah, to- totally. The tone of this movie was fantastic. Like all elements that just like the way he was saying that creepiness of what they're going through. It's like they're kids, so you understand that they're kids, and they're being chased by things. And they're clearly freaked out. And even like that one scene, I don't know why I loved it so much, but when he he takes her into the classroom, the hidden storeroom. Oh, yeah. And they're all in there and they're like, why did you bring the rats? And they all turn around and he hits the light. And as the light oh, swings, they start cool disappearing. Effect. Yep. I was like, that is such a cool effect that you see their faces are everywhere. And it cuts to that shot. It's her point of view of him. Mm-hmm. And he's slowly turning around, being like, why did they call you a rat? Like, it's just. Yep. Yeah. And he's from that moment, he seems like a very real character and she's a very real character. But now he's menacing. Yeah. There's such a good job. There's cool things like that or the representation of taking the book from him later on when she's got him upside down and she's remembering what she did. That's nuts. That's same. Open his throat and is pulling the book out as you're interchanging to the flashback of her convincing him to give the book to her that reliving of that that was just the acting of her that's the one moment where she seems really cold and messed up Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. really good and when you consider that she's already gone past a version of herself that clearly has kind of chosen to forget in the no face how many times has she gone through this cycle right like yeah. what kind of endless hell yeah. are they trapped in mm-hmm. there's ideas behind that that i thought were creepy beyond oh no the thing's gonna get her because if the lantern thing gets her it's just implied that she starts over and begins this hell again there's no dying there's just yeah. eating this cycle of guilt and trauma just kind of cool yeah. like it's yeah i got a big kick it's out got of some that. good ideas right and it has some really strong mm-hmm imagery and to what you were saying Wayne from looking at the trailer one of the very first shots in this when she wakes up and goes outside the classroom and starts walking with the candle in her hand that 2D shot I was like you may as well just pause this put it into pixel art and that's <laughs> yeah. the game that angle yeah. of her walking that's the game like, yeah. that is perfect it's really hmm. cool awesome that's cool and then it ends with the same stuff yeah. going back to the, the other character like all of that stuff is there 
Mm-hmm. But it's something where this only works as a game because it was a point and click adventure. And mm-hmm. I've always believed that point and click adventures are someone who wants to make a movie can't and makes a game. You don't have the budget or resources okay. to make a movie, but you have a really yeah. specific story you want to tell. You make a point and click game. Look at something like yeah. Heavy Rain. Look at something like King's Quest. They always feel yeah. like a cinematic storytelling experience. And that's why yeah. I think those translate really well to a film adaptation because they're kind of halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The gameplay is second to the storyboarding their idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So this one to me works really well because it's it's really more about the narrative than anything else. This game, it's not like I'd go back to play it because, oh man, the gameplay was awesome. The gameplay is a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Once you know it, you know it, but the Mm -hmm. story stuck Mm -hmm. with me. Right. Cool. That's really cool. Now, yeah. if you're, I was fans very curious it, what the gameplay would be like. <laughs> I was curious what the gameplay would be like because I was watching the movie being like, "This is a game." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Only the horror parts make sense as a game." Two <laughs> um, D survival so thing where I, I don't even remember if you can die because I don't remember dying, but really mm. creepy atmosphere and it's a bunch of puzzle solving. So figuring out how to get to the next area so you can get the next piece of the story, which is how point and clicks usually work. Figure out the room so you can get to the next point in the story. Now, if you did enjoy this, apparently there's also in the year 2020, they released a one season long series on Netflix that acts as a Mm -hmm. direct sequel to the game and the movie that takes place a few years later, where I guess the ghost of this character is trying to relay some kind of story or something to a student later Mm -hmm. on. Uh, I might check it out because I think that this this universe so to speak had some cool ideas i have no idea if it's any good because i've never watched it i just <laughs> found out about it when i tried to stop you from watching it by accident wayne yeah, <laughs> yeah. i would have but yeah there's i almost did the same thing there's like... enough cool <laughs> ideas in this that even if you just like suspense mystery stuff a la the ring i think it's worth watching if you enjoyed mm-hmm. silent hill 2 as a game narratively i think this is worth watching but it's not your typical video game movie adaptation where the action's a big focus. So you'll have a lot of action. This doesn't have a lot of action. No, this is purely story driven. No, but it. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed the story. Like, I really mm. enjoyed the story. So. Well, if you didn't, you wouldn't have much to work with. <laughs> mm. Yeah. We'd true. be talking to. Yeah, we'd also be having true. a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. What did you make us watch, Nick? Yeah. Uh, I've already done that one to you enough times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually begins with, so I've got an Uwe Bowl movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run out of his eventually. Jeez. I have nothing else to really add other than I think it's worth checking out. And it's free right now on Tubi. I didn't even get ads. After the first ad, it's supposed to come up there and tell you that the next one's coming. The next one counted down, got to zero seconds before your next ad and sat there frozen. I watched this movie oh, ad man. free. It was great. Oh, that was the scariest part of this movie is the fact that I watched it on Tubi and I have the same five commercials about anal cancer and genital warts. That was the scariest <laughs> thing about this film. I that had one it. commercial. Yeah, those are tailored to you. You may oh, want to I go had check fi- out a doctor. Five time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checking <laughs> my IP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, five times it came up. It was the same commercial. That's amazing. Oh, wow. No. I don't even remember what my commercial was about. And one like time, right, like two right commercials. in the middle of the car movie. commercial. Oh, nice. There you oh my go. God. Right in the middle got, of the movie, I got a commercial. I got no commercials. Nothing. It was wonderful. I got, sorry, I got one 15 second one in the, like, the very beginning of it about Desperate Housewives. I'm probably not going to watch that. 
<laughs> Unless they make a game and then back into a movie. If they make a Desperate Housewives <laughs> yeah. game and then a movie based off of it, you know we'll be watching it because that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's, we will. that's how it goes. And that'll be the scariest one yet. Well, we'll bring this one to a close. Uh, when we come back, I know it's going to be past the Halloween season. Uh, there is the possibility we watch something else horror-tinged if we can get our schedules to line up for it. I can't make a promise of it, but I'm I'm hoping to cajole my two colleagues here into seeing something slightly scary. But hmm. we will find out with the next few. We've got a few more films lined up, direct adaptations, and then maybe we'll do something weird from there. But we thank you for joining us on Press X Reload. As always, I've been Nick Moore with me, Wayne Brissett and Mark Dennis. Gentlemen, thanks for having us and have a safe and happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. See you in the next one. Happy Halloween. If they don't give you enough candy, remember, you can probably outrun most parents. Grab the whole bullets in their hand and go. That's what Uncle Nick says. <laughs> Catch you next time. <laughs>